I own a vacation. We out in New Rochelle, I own a vacation. Moving with Intel, I own a vacation. Now we in the groove, I own a vacation. We making money and moves, hey. Welcome back to the Innovation Podcast. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Jerry. And today we have a special guest, Julian, who is a student here at Iona and is the founder of her own bereavement group. Thank you guys Welcome for having me. Thank you. So um, your bereavement group is called Compassionate Journey. So can you like kind of explain like what that is and like what it's about? Sure. So I came up with the name because I started, it's, it's a bereavement group, and I kind of think of grief and going through the process of, you know, having somebody that's compassionate um, understanding who you are and then I think that grief is a lifelong process so it's just kind of having somebody there through the journey to kind of hold your hand and guide you through the way. So tell us a little bit about like what a bereavement group is sure. essentially. So a bereavement group is a place where people can go that they feel safe after losing a loved one and um, all the people that go to the group they've all had some sort of loss with somebody close to them typically it would be a parent a sibling a child or a spouse and it's a place where they go they open up to each other about things that they can't talk to really about mm -hmm. with their friends because it's just mm -hmm. kind of a difficult subject and then since I directed I kind of put out activities that people can connect with and really work through what they're going through that's awesome yeah so like what what like reasons did you feel like why did you feel that you personally needed to establish like a bereavement group like this right. well a lot of it comes from personal experience for me so almost 11 years ago my brother passed away and i was fortunate enough to have a support group to go to and i think that if i didn't have that i wouldn't have came out so profound in the way that i did and i come from a very small town on city island and I've noticed that there's been an increase and in surge and so many deaths in the area mm -hmm. and there's been no support for it. So I just felt like, I don't, it was like a calling for me almost to do something like this. Um, how has life as an entrepreneur impacted your life here on campus? I think it's definitely changed the way that I look at things. Um, like as I mentioned in my e-talk last week, being an entrepreneur like don't take your education for granted so I mentioned that even if you're taking a class and you don't have a degree yet you can still use that to your advantage mm -hmm. in whatever business you're establishing right. so for me I took a group counseling class my um, second semester here at Iona and that helped me so much to create compassionate journey because there were so many different techniques mm -hmm. and foundations that go into making a group so now I kind of look at like every class that I take here and all my interactions as the stepping stones to creating my future as a successful counselor. Can you just uh, talk about a little bit like how the group helps those recover and like the progress that you see in people that attend like the meetings? Right. So the funny thing about grief is that I don't think you ever really recover from it. It's just like a lifelong journey. So just being able to go somewhere and talk about the tragic feelings that you go through and the different it's like a roller coaster of emotions when you're grieving like some days you'll be okay and some days it's just a nightmare so being able to talk about that and work through it with each other is really um, a way of healing it's kind of as I always mention to my group members we're always trying to find a new normal as we say because things are never going to be normal again but creating a way to be 
okay in life and be able to handle things better. I think that's the progress that I've really seen with my group members. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like what a typical um, group would look like. So um, I actually have a group tonight, mm -hmm. so I've been planning it for the past couple of days. So when everybody gets there, I like to kind of go over, summarize what happened in the last group in case somebody was absent and just mm -hmm. kind of refresh their minds, go through their progress. And then I like to do a check-in as a go-around. So each week I'll kind of change the topic for the check-in. So like I'll say, what was the pit and the peak of your week? Um, what was something new that you've learned? And so forth. So we'll go around, do a brief check-in. And then if I've assigned like any homework assignment the week before, we'll go over that, how that was. And then we'll either do an activity or have like a discussion topic. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through that. And then I kind of open it up the floor to the group members so they could kind of talk about whatever's on their mind. And then um, at the end of the group, I like to do a five-minute meditation just to kind of bring their minds back to a baseline because it's not easy to talk about these things that they're going through. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good way to just debrief the group. And then we have a little mantra at the end that I'm not alone in my journey mm -hmm. and everybody likes that, you know? Yeah. So like how many um, members would you have for a group session? Um, it ranges, but like the average is usually from 10 to 13 people. Okay. Um, in the summer, it was difficult because there's so many people going away and vacation, mm -hmm. but now I notice that it's like the same people coming back. So okay. around like 10 okay. is an That's average. Good. Yeah, it's a good mm -hmm. group size. So like any, the key to any startup business is obviously getting the word out there and getting people right. to like interact with you. Um, how were you able to, how were you able to get like the word out and publicity for your business? Um, social media was a very big one. Uh, I've definitely found that's probably one of the best ways to go about it because so much family and friends is on there and they help spread the word. So specifically I have a Facebook group called Compassionate Journey okay. and like I'll share different little quotes about grief and readings and then people can share that and see that and then um news 12 actually reached out to me as well so they actually came across that which i totally was not expecting mm -hmm. i was expecting it to just be kind of a local page and yeah. that wasn't the case they found me and interviewed me so the mass media was a great way to get the word out as well because then people from all over the bronx were seeing that so yeah, yeah kind of it's just like a snowball effect mm -hmm. you know you put it on one platform and then it just snowballs from there. Right. Yeah. So, like, how has this um, been a learning experience for yourself? Um, I've definitely learned a lot about myself. I think, especially from like where I decided to start this group as a personal experience, I've learned that you know, going through something traumatic in your life and a very hard time is actually one of the best ways to come out higher and just so much better and do better for yourself. So I took the loss of my brother to help so many other people and being able to sit there with them during such a troubling time has been just such a great learning experience. And even now my group members, they teach me so much about myself and mm -hmm. I'm just so grateful to have that. Right. And then uh, just one final thing, like what type of impact has it had in your community and like now and then also like within the immediate and like f future basically, yeah. Um, I think it's definitely had a huge impact in my community. Like, as I mentioned, I come from a small town on City Island, and when I went through grief, I really didn't feel support from the community at all. I kind of felt like I was just put on this stage, and everybody was kind of looking at me, but nobody wanted to help. 
So now after having this group, I think that I kind of desensitize people to being okay to open up and talk about grief. And it's been evident because I've had at least 50 people since July come up to me that aren't even a part of the group to say what you're doing is so needed and mm -hmm. you know I'm so happy to see that this is going on mm -hmm. so I think so far it's had a great impact and in the future I hope to see more group members and just have more people be more comfortable about it and more empathetic to those in the community all right well uh, thank you do you have any like social medias that you want to plug or um, yes yeah, so my Facebook page is a big one um, facebook.com slash compassionate journey so anybody could go on to that and just see what it's about if anybody ever needs a group or knows somebody as well all right well uh, thank you uh, Jillian gave an e-talk last week um, different entrepreneurs come into the Heinz Institute and talk about their entrepreneurial businesses and experiences so you should check those out. We have a ton coming up in October and the rest of the semester, and we'll also have a ton in the spring. Uh, and also follow us on our social medias at Heinz Institute. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Adios. 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 Hey, we really working, Gail Ventures the spot. Bert and May got the podcast hot. We innovating, no debating, we creating. I innovators and I ain't never hating. We just worry about us and what we do. I innovation podcast show, get in tune.